Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. Recently, a number of my friends have started playing around with the idea of moving, which leads then to a discussion of whether to sell their homes or rent them out. This discussion seems to be happening a lot lately, most likely because the employment market is changing and people have more opportunities to change jobs. I decided to ask one of my good friends, Ben Ellis of ENG Real Estate here in Phoenix, Arizona, for a few of his best tips to help people decide if they should rent out their current home or sell it when they move. Ben is a real estate broker who started a property management company, so he sees both sides of the coin. Now, before I jump into the tips, I do want to start out by saying that the decision to sell or rent your house is a big one, which means these tips are meant to get you started thinking and to start conversations, not to be taken as financial or real estate advice. If you're looking into this decision for yourself, it's important to seek professional advice, which leads me right to the first tip, which is to bring in the professionals. Because this is such a big decision, you want to be as informed as you can before you commit to a path. If you're ready to truly examine this decision for yourself, the very first step is to talk with local experts to make sure you're getting all the right information for your area. When I asked Ben which types of people to speak with, he recommended at the very minimum contacting a local property manager who can give you honest information about the rental market in your area, a local real estate expert, in other words, an agent who has recently completed transaction in your area is a good place to start, not your cousin's best friend who does real estate on the side. A mortgage broker or banker, they can help to see if your current mortgage can or should be adjusted, and possibly your financial advisor or accountant to discuss your longer-term goals. Now, if you don't have any of these people in your Rolodex, start by asking for referrals from people you trust. You can search online reviews, but oftentimes the best connections are made by referrals. Now, before I get on to tip number two, I do want to thank today's sponsor. You know, we're always trying to find ways to help you do things better, and nobody does corporate communications better than our friends at Reagan.com. Their reputation for practical, useful webinars and events is second to none. If you are a blogger, you don't want to miss out on their upcoming webinar, Bloggers Speak Out. New Paid and Pitching Techniques to Score More Placement. It's a 60-minute webinar with a live Q&A and pitch session featuring top blogging insiders from Blog Her, She Knows, and Mom Start. Learn what trends the most successful bloggers are covering and how you can get in on the action. If you want to sign up, visit quickanddirtytips.com slash offers to get an extra $30 off. That's an exclusive offer to Quick and Dirty Tips listeners. So be sure to check it out at the top of the page at quickanddirtytips.com slash offers. Now, back to tip number two, which is examine your equity. If you bought when the market was low, you hopefully have some equity in your home. If you bought when the market is high, you may owe more for your home than you can currently sell it for. Considering the amount of equity or the amount you owe on your home may be one of the biggest deciding factors for you. If you have equity and can sell your home, you can use that equity as a down payment on your next home. If you don't have any equity, you may need to get approval for a short sale or be prepared to bring additional cash to the table when you sell. A local real estate expert will be able to help you determine the real current value of your home and a mortgage broker or banker will be able to help you discover if there are any options to refinance. 
talk with local professionals to get a good idea of what will happen if you decide to sell your home. Ben was quick to point out that the term local should focus as close to your neighborhood as possible. In larger cities, especially, find a real estate agent who has done transactions in your zip code or ones close by to make sure they really understand the market around your home. Tip number three is the flip side to examine the rental market. This is a great time to talk with the local expert to learn about the current rental market in your home's area. Of course, you'll want to know what the other homes are renting for, but you'll also want to learn what you will need to do to make your own home marketable and rentable. Something that Ben told me that I hadn't really considered before was that the rental market is much more commoditized than the buy-sell market. Every little detail can mean more money each month for the landlord. If renters are comparing multiple properties in the area, and one has granite countertops, new appliances, neutral paint, and updated flooring, they can easily justify paying more each month than a property that has an outdated kitchen, wild paint colors, and stained carpet. Making a few upgrades will not only increase the potential rents for your home, but it will also increase the overall value of the home, plus save you on deferred maintenance costs moving forward. A quick example, if you leave a 20-year-old stove in the kitchen, there's a better chance it's going to break down than if you have a new stove in the home. By replacing the older appliances with newer ones, you'll hopefully save money and time and hassle on repairs down the road. Tip number four is an emotional one. Decide if you can let it go. Most of my friends who are considering moving are going to be leaving their first home behind. Your first home is likely the biggest purchase you've ever made, which means you inevitably have some emotional ties to the home. Then, if you lived there when you got married or had babies, there's even more of an emotional tie to the home. Something to ask yourself before you rent it is, how would you feel if someone trashed your home? Renting out your home comes with some risks. Now, you can do a lot of things to get great tenants, including hiring a property manager to help screen and place the tenants, but there can still be surprises. If anyone in your family isn't able to handle the idea of walking into a house with crayon-covered walls, broken cabinet doors, or showers that didn't get cleaned for the entire 12-month lease, becoming a landlord may not be the best decision for you. And tip number five is to determine your short and long-term goals. When I asked Ben at the end of our conversation what the one question he would ask someone who was considering turning their home into a rental or selling it was, his immediate response was, what are your end goals? This is a heavy question and can be interpreted many ways, so he gave me some more specific examples. Look 20 years down the road. Do you want to have a portfolio of real estate and be living off the rental income? Then turning your home into a rental may be a good way to start down that path. If you don't want to have a portfolio of rental homes, look five years down the road. If you make five more years of payments on the home, will you be in a better position to sell? And then look at the present time. Do you want to try your hand at owning a rental property? These are the types of questions you want to talk through with a trusted real estate agent, financial advisor, and even your accountant. There are lots of reasons to turn your home into a rental property, but that doesn't mean it's always a good decision for you. If you can't come up with a good reason for why you want to have a rental property, either now or in the future, selling the home may be the best option for you. Making the decision to rent or sell out your home is a huge decision, 
but I hope this episode was able to get you started thinking. If you want some more food for thought, you can check out Money Girls episodes, How to Rent Your House and Buy Another, and How to Sell Your House Tax-Free. Remember, before you take any steps, consult with the trusted professionals in your area. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home. And remember to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter.